Hi friends, welcome or welcome back to Soulfed with Gabby. So thankful you're here today and so thankful that you clicked on this episode. Today I'm just going to be sharing my journey um, through veganism and then why I kind of wanted to transition away, what that transition was like and how it's been since I transitioned away from it. So I just want to make this episode because I actually had somebody comment on my Instagram and was like, hey, have you ever like made a post sharing why? I'm just like curious. I'm like, actually, I made a YouTube video um, when I first decided to no longer be vegan, which was in like, I think late July, early August of 2022. Um, And I made that YouTube video, which it's a little cringy now, but I actually, it does share more of the like emotional side of like how hard it was to transition away. Um, and why I was doing it. So I will leave that in the show notes if you're curious about that. But I'm going to kind of touch on those things in this episode as well. I just wanted to make a podcast episode kind of dedicated to this topic um, for anybody interested because I know it's an interesting thing to kind of hear people's stories with. But basically, my history with veganism kind of goes back a little bit. Um, I went vegan the first time actually when I was 14 years old. My mom watched a documentary. I believe it was the Forks Over Knives documentary. And she was inspired to go vegan. And then I was kind of just like, yeah, that sounds fun. Let me do it too. Sounds like a fun little challenge. Um, So at 14, I went vegan for about a year. Um, And then it just kind of like, because I was 14, I wasn't really doing it for a reason other than just like, I heard my mom talking about some things from the documentary and I was like, yeah, like I want to be healthy. And so that was really kind of it. I had no like real personal drive to like keep it up you know um so I went away for like a summer intensive that year for ballet I went away by myself for like four weeks I think and during that time I was just kind of like and this is like kind of too hard to do by myself so it just kind of fizzled out and then I didn't go vegan again until I was 19 years old so I moved to New York when I was 18 and the vegan scene there is a little more It's obviously more than in Texas and, you know, they have really good vegan restaurants that I really love the vegan restaurants and I gravitated more towards those even when I wasn't vegan and I had never been like a big meat girl. Like even growing up, my mom always thought I would be vegetarian someday because it just kind of grosses me out. I would always like pick my chicken apart into shreds and like put away anything that was like slightly discolored and like put it in a little pile. So it's something that like I have always just never been a big fan of so just some context and then I stopped eating dairy actually at 17 so I'm kind of hopping around but at 17 I stopped eating dairy because I thought maybe it was just like causing some acne and some maybe it would make me feel better if I didn't eat it so I was just kind of like getting curious about that then and so I stopped eating dairy and I actually when I was little had doctors telling me because I went through a season If you're interested in this, go listen to the My Mental Health Story episode, but I had a really um, hard season as a kid, about a year of walking through debilitating anxiety, and actually at the time my doctors mentioned that dairy could potentially have like an influence on that, Um, but my mom was like, chocolate milk is literally the only thing that makes her happy now, so (laughs) I'm not going to take that away from her, (laughs) Um, which was a fact. Chocolate milk and mac and cheese were the only things that made me happy, so... 
I didn't give up dairy then, but when I was 17, I kind of made the decision on my own. Like, I just wanted to see how I felt without it. And so I stopped eating dairy, and I actually did feel a big difference in how I felt without dairy. And so that kind of stuck. But then at 19, I decided to go fully vegan again. Um, I think I watched another documentary. Of course, it's always the documentaries that get us. But I watched another documentary and just kind of, like, wanted to try it out. I was like, I'm in New York. I'm in one of the best places to do it. And then I started traveling internationally. So I started like, I moved to Hong Kong at 19 for four months and then traveled to Thailand. And it was actually like something that was kind of fun traveling to just like look up. Cause it's, it's lonely traveling alone and living in Asia alone as a 19 year old girl. Like that's hard and that's lonely feeling, but it was something that was kind of fun for me. Just like a little adventure to like look up and Google all the vegan restaurants and then go find them. It was just a fun thing that I could do, like a fun little hobby when I was traveling. And so it was really fun for me. And then also like in Asia, like in Hong Kong, they have meat markets. And so there's just like raw meat hanging everywhere, flies all around it. It stinks. And so that really didn't, it didn't make me regret being vegan. That's for sure. It kind of just even grossed me out more and made me more thankful that I was vegan. And so I just kind of continued it up and I actually like I loved it. I never once felt restricted because you can, I mean, these days you can get anything that you want vegan that's not vegan, you know, like they just have so many things. So I, I never felt restricted by veganism. Um, I was struggling with an eating disorder throughout those years, but it wasn't the veganism that was restrictive. It was just me restricting myself from things. And then, um, I continued to be vegan and this is actually a very controversial topic. But I was vegan all throughout my eating disorder recovery and I was able to fully recover with the right support team, with family helping, with therapists helping. I was able to fully recover from my eating disorder and heal my relationship with my body and with food and with exercise even while being vegan. Um, because like I said, it, it didn't, it wasn't a restrictive thing for me. It was just, I really dove into the ethical side of things, the environmental side of things. And I genuinely did not crave anything that wasn't vegan. Like I just did not feel restricted by it at all. And anything that I was restricting myself from, I could get vegan and like heal my relationship with that, right? Like baked goods, desserts, whatever it was, like I could eat that vegan and I was still able to heal my mindset around food and my body through being vegan. So I walked through eating disorder recovery as a vegan and I actually got my period back too. So I lost my period for five years because of my eating disorder. And then I was able to get my period back even as a vegan. And so that's another thing that some people are like, you can't do it as a vegan. I did do that as a vegan. Um, and then I just kind of continued down that way until I started really struggling with my hormones. So I got my period back, but my hormones were just not in balance at all. Um, it was very irregular. So when I first got it back, it was coming every 18 to 20 days. So it was coming very frequently. I would get it like twice a month. It would last a full seven, eight days. So it was just like not right. But at the time I was just so thankful to have a period back that I honestly didn't care that it was coming twice a month. I would still like celebrate every time it came. So I didn't really think much of it until I started getting pretty bad cystic acne. And that kind of just like slowly got worse and worse and worse to the point that I eventually like the bottom half of my face was pretty much covered in cystic acne. And I really, really started to struggle with that. 
And so I struggled with that for quite a few months and I was obviously just diving deep into hormone health and I would kind of hear little things that were just kind of planting little seeds of how animal products can be really helpful for healing hormones. Salmon, fish, eggs, all these things can be really helpful for healing hormones. I was just kind of hearing that and it was just planting little seeds, but at this point I just did never feel like that would be, I kind of thought I'd be vegan for life, so I never really considered that, but it was planting seeds hearing that. And I was just very immersed into hormone health and healing hormones naturally at that point. Um, I ended up seeing a functional medicine doctor, got all of my hormones tested. I did the Dutch test, which tests your hormones throughout an entire cycle. So for an entire month, I'm like peeing on a card, testing my saliva, all the things to just get a full hormone panel throughout an entire month, um, which is, I definitely recommend that if you're having some signs of a hormonal imbalance, I couldn't recommend that enough because um, you can actually like make it worse by just like guessing and trying different supplements based on like what you think is wrong with yourself and I ended up like my acne got so worse when I was just trying to figure it out myself so if you're struggling with hormone health I highly recommend testing your hormones and figuring out what is actually going on and what hormones are actually too low too high I found out all of my stress hormones and my testosterone were incredibly high, like off the charts high, and my estrogen was in postmenopausal range, so we were a little messed up. So I took a deep dive into just healing the stress in my life and in my body, and um, I really started to just really, 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 really prioritize hormone health. And so I did that for quite a few months. My period started to get regular. I started to really heal things. My acne started clearing up. But it just felt like there was something missing. And around this time, this was very interesting, I really started to crave seaweed. Which is so weird because prior to this, I've always hated seafood. And it just grossed me out. And I hated seaweed because it had the fishy taste and tasted like seaweed, seafood. And so it was kind of weird for me to just be like full on craving seaweed every single day. Like I would crave it and eat it every single day. And so that just kind of got me thinking with everything that I've been hearing about like hormone health and eating fish and eggs and, you know, how adding animal products back in in general can be helpful for healing hormones. After hearing all of that, heard so much about salmon and how good that is for your body and for your hormones. And so I kind of just put two and two together and I was like, I wonder if there's just like a deeper thing that my body needs here. And so I decided to try salmon. I went out to True Food and I tried salmon and you guys, when I say, like, it was like my body took a sigh of relief when I ate the salmon. I know this sounds so dramatic, but it was truly how it felt. It felt like I was eating something that I had been craving for so long, but I had no idea I was craving it because I had never liked fish before, and I had never had salmon before that, but it was this genuine, like, my body thanked me. It was like, oh, like, that is what I needed. Thank you. And so... At that point, I was like, yeah, I'm a salmon girl. I'm eating salmon and I'm going to try eggs. I tried eggs. I did not like eggs at first, but I was not cooking them right. They kind of tasted like dirty dogs. I think I scrambled them and overcooked them. Um, but I slowly just like decided to try eggs cooked a different way. And then I really liked them. And now I eat them almost every day with avocado toast. Favorite combo ever. But all that to say, I just kind of slowly, I stuck with just salmon and eggs for quite a few months I want to say like six months and then I we had this like girls group and 
just had like little snacks around and they had the like chicken meatballs from Trader Joe's which the ones like in the refrigerated section and I was like just curious and I was like I kind of want to try one and so I tried one and actually really liked it and so I started eating those so I was like I eat fish eggs and the chicken meatballs from Trader Joe's <laughs> that's what it was for a little bit um, and then I was like, okay, I'm going to like experiment a little bit more. And then I started eating like chicken in different ways. I still to this day don't know if I can like have raw meat and cook raw meat because um, it still like grosses me out. But the chicken meatballs from Trader Joe's are fully cooked. And then I'll like get chicken out at a restaurant or like if my mom cooks it, I'll eat it. I'm still a little weirded out with like cooking raw meat. Um, but maybe we'll get there someday. But... I started eating slowly but surely some meat, adding that in, and um, throughout this entire time, like, my skin was going through so much healing. Um, that kind of took a turn towards the end of last year, um, mid to end of last year when my tumor and my pituitary gland kind of took over and threw things off, but, like, before that, my skin was, like, really healing, and um, I just had never felt healthier. My period was regular on the dot to the day. My skin was great. My hormones were just great. I had energy. I felt satisfied all the time. I think that was something I didn't realize that as a vegan, I just had no idea because I didn't know any different, but I think I never fully felt satisfied. And so eating animal products again, I just felt fully satisfied. I felt like I had energy. It felt so good. And so I just truly started to just feel so much better. And once you start feeling better, like that just helps you continue to move through it there's a lot of feelings and emotions that can come along with transitioning out of veganism um, especially once you have like dived into the ethical side of things you can feel guilty like you can it can just be really hard letting go of that piece of your identity like I thought I'd be vegan forever at one point and so letting go of that like label and that piece of my identity that I kind of clung on to a little bit is actually a really really hard thing you really do have to grieve the loss of it like, it is something you genuinely have to grieve, and it's okay. Like, I want to remind you, if you're transitioning out of veganism, it's okay to have these feelings. It's okay for it to be hard, but at the end of the day, like, you just have to kind of tune out all of the noise of the world. Again, social media makes this 20 times harder, 100 times harder, because you just hear all of these different voices just coming at you, and it's just so overwhelming and so hard and so I see you I hear you I feel you it's a hard transition emotionally and mentally as well um but once you start to kind of just do it and you feel how much better you feel and you see your body healing and your hormones are healing like once you see all of those things it just makes it a lot easier to continue with it and then I also noticed throughout this time that I being vegan actually is an isolating thing whether you realize it when you're in the depths of it or not like once you come out of it you realize like whoa I actually feel way more connected with people and food is actually way more fulfilling because I'm able to genuinely connect with other people in this way it's such an important piece of our health to have food to sit around the table with community to sit around the table with people to break bread together that's such an important part of the way we were designed to live and find fulfillment and joy and deep joy and deep connection food is a very important part of that that is not talked about enough but i didn't realize until i let go of that label how much that label was preventing me from experiencing that and that's such an important piece of our health as well 
And so not having that label on my life anymore has just opened up so many doors and it's just like released a lot of stress and pressure from my life. And I've just genuinely, like I said, I could not, I did not know when I was in it that this was the case because you just, you don't know what you don't know, right? I didn't know because that was, I was so in that. That's all I knew for years of my life. And, and I thought genuinely like, I just didn't think I was missing anything. But now that I've kind of stepped into this and released all these labels, I'm like, wait, yes, this is the way we were created to live and to eat. We were not created to put these labels on ourselves. Like our bodies were created to tell us what they need and we can listen to that and we can trust that and we don't have to put these harsh labels on ourselves. Like I still probably majority of the time do eat quote unquote plant-based, but like the majority of my food, but like I just have no labels so that may mean like a couple days I eat more heavy animal based and then a couple days I don't like it just doesn't it doesn't matter and our bodies don't thrive off of having labels placed on them our minds don't and our bodies don't and so um I think it's just freed up a lot in in my mind and in my life that I just didn't even know I was missing and so that's kind of been my story with it. I've I've been not vegan now for over a year since like late July 2022. So um, I guess about a year and a half now I've been not vegan and it's been the best, one of the best decisions I've made in the last few years and I will never go back to having that label on myself ever again. I'll never go back to placing any labels on myself. So um, that's kind of where I'm at now. I still haven't kind of like added dairy fully back in but I do eat things with dairy in them I'll like try things out um I'm not gonna have like a a glass of milk or anything because I am as somebody who has struggled with really bad cystic acne you know you hear a lot about how dairy can like cause acne for people and so that's honestly I really just want to give my skin post-tumor a little more time because the tumor caused my acne to come back a little bit. So I want to give my skin and my body a little more time post-tumor to kind of continue to heal and my hormones to continue to balance out after all of that craziness with my pituitary gland before I kind of experiment with that one. But I do eventually want to experiment with that and see genuinely see how my body reacts to it. So that's kind of the gist of things. Um, that's my story, why I went vegan, how it felt during vegan, why I transitioned out of it, how it's felt after being vegan. Um, that's kind of just my experience with it. But yeah, I mean, I think it's one of the best things we can do for our health is just to remove labels from our life and to just fully step into just freedom and just not having that extra stress on your life it's just such a beautiful thing and and your body's gonna let you know what feels good that that's so important too i think we just we hear so much noise on social media about different ways of eating and what works for other people and the truth is that what works for somebody is not going to be what's best for you you know what's best for somebody else what's best for that person that you follow on social media may not be what's best for your body and that is totally and completely okay and beautiful we were created so uniquely and bio-individually which means that one way of eating is not going to be what's healthiest for every single person in this world so find some peace in that um what's what's good for my body is not going to be what's good for yours and that's okay that's why we just shouldn't place slap labels on ourselves we should just eat what feels best for us and um 
that's that's true health like that is true health and yeah i could talk about it for a while but i'm just going to kind of leave it at that i hope this kind of answered your questions um just kind of i hope it it gave you peace if you are struggling with like making the decision to no longer be vegan or transition out of veganism it's a really hard thing to walk through so i see you i feel you i understand you but i think it it really can be something that brings so much health and joy back into your life to transition away from it and to take that label off of yourself. So yeah, I'm so thankful you tuned into this episode today. Um, let me know how you liked it. You can leave on Spotify. You can leave a little response in the Q&A section. Um, it would be so helpful if you would just rate my show, leave a little review. It would mean so, so much to me if you want to share this with somebody who you think would need it. Um, that would be just so helpful and I would just be so thankful, but I love you guys. I'm so thankful for you and I hope you do something today. This is your reminder to go do something today to care for yourself, to fill up your soul, whatever you need today, go do that. Okay. I will talk to you guys next week. I love you. Bye.